Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Thanks, you guys. You can have a seat. Gosh, we're learning how to, like, partner with Holy Spirit in Sunday morning. Do you guys just feel God's presence here? Just this one. Just feel God's presence so strong. I, I, it's incredible. Thanks, Saul. You did a great job, bro. It's so awesome. Like, it's awesome just following the Spirit the best we know how, like, just following His presence. I love it. Jane, the past couple weeks, has just been really feeling some strong words from the Lord and just sharing them. And you can just feel God drawing us into something as a community. I, I really feel like we're in a season of increase. We're in a season of more. And we're in a season of just God just going deep in our hearts. I, I realize we're always in that season, but I, it just becomes so apparent when you feel his presence like this. But uh, I just want to see again, how many of you, it's your first time here? Just wave. I didn't get to see everybody. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming. We honor you guys. Welcome to Presence OC. Got some friends here. How you doing, Chad? Good to see you, buddy. Yes. Where, where's Lizzie? She's at home. Oh, it's okay. It's good to see some friends here, just people in the house. If this is your first time, we encourage you, come a few times, see if you feel like you're at home. You may not know if you're at home on the first date, but uh, after a few dates, you might find that you're home. You know, the reality is there's one church in Southern California, but there's a lot of little different families, a lot of little different groups of people. God has a family for you, a place where you can feel known, a place where you can feel connected. The Bible says that he puts those who feel alone in families. So I want to encourage you to find that place. He already has it for you. It's actually probably right in front of you. It might be here. We would love to do the journey with you. Uh, Pastor Nicole and I are going to share kind of together a short message uh, kind of on the heart. It's kind of funny because that's what's been the theme all this morning, just around worship and just what God's been doing. Um, but before that, kind of wanted to like allow some ministry to happen to some individuals in the room, if that's okay. And uh, I asked a couple people to help. I, Howard and Maddie are here. And uh, why don't you guys come on up? And uh, we're just going to have you guys just call out a couple people. We do this regularly. We don't do this every week. A lot of times we like to divide you guys up into little groups and have you minister to each other because the reality is God's present in your life and you actually have life to give away to the people around you. But there's something beautiful that happens when we're in the context of community like this, when we're all together and somebody gets a word for somebody else from the heart of God. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 says, let two or three give words and let everybody else judge. Literally let everyone else like monitor and be like, wow, that was God. Kind of like how Jane came up here, she gave a word. I felt tingly all over. I'm like, God, you're talking to us right now. You see, God talks to our hearts but he allows us to literally represent him to the world around us. So he'll speak to you words of wisdom, words of knowledge, words of prophecy for people around you. So I ask these two to just kind of give a couple words to a few people. If they call you out, they might call you out with a birthday or they might point at you or whatever. Just, just jump up and be like, I won the prices right, okay? Just be really excited. They're not gonna say anything negative to you. They're not gonna say anything bad about you. They're literally gonna say encouragement to your heart that's gonna uplift, that's gonna build, that's gonna build you up in Christ. So I'm just gonna let them go for that. Go for it, bud. My name's Howard. This is Maddie. So. All right, so um, September 3rd came to mind, um, and I feel like someone has something going on right here in their throat. Um, is that anyone significant? Yeah, you need healing in your throat, um, or is September 3rd significant to anyone? Okay, what's going on? 
Yeah, okay. So she just, she had a surgery where her tongue was shoved down her throat. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get there. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so let's just extend your hands. Um, <clears throat> yeah, God, we, uh, we speak healing. We speak complete shalom. We speak complete peace. Holy Spirit, we release you in your full power to, to heal to heal her throat, to heal her chest, to heal anything that's going on with the head, any headaches, any even loss of vision or, or vision affected. Yeah, you're good, Jesus. Thank you. Do you feel any different? Did you feel anything going on? Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she said she just felt a shifting going on, and she felt something going on in her entire head. So <clears throat> it's so cool, like, when we start getting into prophetic stuff, like, God will hit, hit one thing, and then it opens up other stuff. So this is really exciting. And you said you had a September 3rd? Is that your birthday, or is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what's your name? I'm sorry. Jennifer. Yeah. You're good, yeah. Um, yeah, hey, so I just saw you. Maddie might have something in a second, but I just saw like a red, uh, like a 1950s Corvette um, just cruising down the road. I saw you with a scarf, like just kind of, it was like convertible, like flinging, you know, kind of old school, like in the old movies. So um, yeah, I, I, feel like, um, I feel like there's gonna be clear skies coming for you. Um, and it's already here. I feel like that's what's significant of, of like the old, like kind of going back to the old of, uh, yeah. So I want to tell you that like thinking back to when things were good is right now. Yeah. So back to, back to that old nostalgic thing. That's what it represents to me at least is like, that's right now. Like we, we can declare that and we can pull heaven down. Yeah. So we don't necessarily have to reach up for it. It's already here. So I want to encourage you with that. Like, like the good days of before are right now. Um, and, and just start to speak that into your life. And I feel like the fog is going to clear, almost like the road to Damascus. Like, like, you, you like, the, the, like after that, the scales are going to come off of your eyes, yeah? So. Yeah, I also feel like the Lord is, um, like, healing your body and restoring your body back to, like, how it was when you um, were at your best. And just, yeah, just declare that God's best for you is right now right now yeah the best is right now yeah yeah thank you god um <clears throat> what's your name right here yeah jamie um the lord's just like really highlighting you i mean you're like the brightest one <laughs> but yeah i just feel like you are called um to be a bright a bright light in dark places and um sometimes it feels really overwhelming and um, yeah, I just declare that no longer will it like have any effect on you. It will no longer have any effect on you. Your light is so strong. Um, it's like uh, that that verse in John or first or yeah in John. It's like the light has come and the darkness has not understood it. And people don't understand you. People misunderstand you. But I just declare that you are invincible. You're not alone. Where you go, we go yeah. with you. Okay? Yeah, I just feel like you're called to, like, I don't know, like, Hollywood or um, just, like, dark 
dark places where there's a lot of confusion. But I just declare, um, I just see the Lord like covering your, your mind, your mind like the helmet of salvation is securely fit on you, you know? And I just see like there's, there's this spirit of the age that's like very confusing, that like right and wrong is really like gray. But I just see it's black and white with you. It's like wrong or right. And I just see you bringing that, like when you come into a room, you bring that with you. You bring that conviction, like no, it's either yes or no. There's no middle ground. That is like destroying our country, that like middle groundedness. And I just see you, you're so bright, you're so brilliant. And you come into a room and you offer that brilliancy. And like some people, it, it offends them. You know, it's offensive because there's this light that's exposing. The light exposes things that need to be seen. And so, yeah, I just declare covering over you in Jesus' name. I just declare that you're an ambassador of the Most High God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for securely fitting her armor, God, that where you have sent her, you have prepared her to go. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, there's no glitches in your armor. There's no glitches in your armor. Yeah, God, and I just pray for proper support, God, that you, um, that you just line her up with people that will pray for her, people that will, that will help her financially, Lord, in the things that she's doing, God, and the people that she's ministering to. Yeah, that will continue to keep her accountable to what you've called her to. And I just see him, like, anchoring you back into the body of Christ, like, places where you have felt like, yeah, like, the church, it just, like, it's just, it's, it's, for, it's for these type of people. I see God meeting you and be like, no, like you, you, you belong here. Like we understand you. We see what you're about and we, you need us. Like you need the body of Christ and we want to equip you to a greater level to help unlock hearts of like kings and queens and ambassadors of, of other like countries. And so, yeah, I just declare that over all of us too. Just thank you, Lord, for giving us um, the power today to unlock the hearts of people and positions of authority. And God, thank you for equipping Jamie. Thank you, Lord, for the body of Christ and for the ability to, um, yeah, to empower one another to be who you've called us to be in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah, come on. She's gonna be my wife in like four months. That's awesome. I said you're going to be my wife in like four months. Did you know that? You know that. <laughs> hey, um, so uh, my friend back there in the black shirt uh, sitting on the booth. Yeah, you buddy. Um, so I overheard you talk, you guys. Yeah, go ahead and have a, uh, have a stand, if, like, stand up if you don't mind. Hey, what's your name, by the way? What's your name? Raymond. Hey, good to meet you. So I'm, I heard you in the back talking about you guys. Are, they're in from Bakersfield first time, so tell them hello. But um, man, I just saw God highlighting you um, in that I feel like you have some travel coming up. Um, or if you're thinking, wow, Jesus, like, whoo, come on. Um, you, I, f I see you like a bunch of, you know, like when airlines say like, oh, where do we go? And it's a bunch of direct lines to different destinations. I feel like you, you, I, I want to um, acknowledge your desire to go places to get knowledge or to to do things um, that might you might kind of feel like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. But it's not normal for you. Or is it extravagant? Like, I want to encourage you like this is oh Jesus, like this is what God has for you to go places 
and then come back. Go places and come back. So whatever that means to you, um, I feel like you're going to be seeking some knowledge, but I also feel like you're going to be bringing something very unique to everywhere you go. Um, so I want to encourage you in that, and, and that, like, you carry a lot of power. Um, I don't know anything about you. I feel like you carry, like, the seed of, like, love of Christ in you, and, and you just kind of go and infuse where you're at and affect people where you're at by rubbing shoulders and being there. So I want to encourage you in that, and God's going to provide for you. If it's a stretch, like, it may not make sense, but he's going he's gonna to sustain you in that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your name, this little guy? Caden? Jaden. Hey, Jaden. Um, Jaden, you're really special. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I just see you, like, influencing everywhere you go, Jaden. Yeah, the love of God is so strong in you, like, your compassion, like, how you help other kids, how you, like, serve, like, your teachers and your family, yeah, like you're such an amazing kid. <laughs> you're so important here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're a really important part of this family. So thanks for being here. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, last word of the day. Um, you're all loved. You're all cherished. You're all individually seen. That sounds like Hey, just a good word. No, it's true. Like God sees all of you individually. <clears throat> whatever He's, whatever you're reaching out to Him for, He hears. So just keep, keep going after it and keep being confident in His love for you. And like Carmel always says, like He's a good dad. It doesn't matter. It's not up to us. It's up to us just to want, yeah. And then He comes and meets us. So, Amen. I want to just close this. Yeah, let's give Jesus a clap offering. Um, just put your hand on somebody next to you. Just pray just in this grace that's in the room. Let's just pray like, God, we just thank you that you're real and you talk. We just declare that people all over this room would hear your voice so clearly. If while you're praying over somebody, you get a scripture form or you get something, just go ahead and whisper it to them. But Lord, we just bless what you're doing in this community, God. We thank you so much for your word. God, we thank you for the scripture, God. God, we thank you that we're about to jump into the scripture. Lord, we bless your holy name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to have Pastor Nicole. Why don't you guys give a clap just to honor Pastor Nicole. She's going to speak to us this morning. Thanks, Chris. Wow. For those of you, I don't know if Chris asked earlier, um, who do we have here? This is your first time? Three times. You guys are just highlighted. You're loved. We'll make you raise your hand around here. Um, as Pastor Chris said, my name is Nicole. I'm one of the associate pastors here um, it's so funny how the different services feel different. Feels really good in here right now. Yay, God. Um, for those of you that are new or maybe have never seen what just happened, actually, my, my pastoral heart is coming out, and so I just want to speak to it for a second. Um, one of the things that we really value around here and that we practice um, is hearing from God. If that's new to you, totally get it. When I first became a believer, I was like, God does not talk to me. I talk to him. He just 
sends me strikes down, um, and I didn't know what any of that was. So if you're sitting here and you're like, I have no idea what they just did, that was weird, hey, it's totally okay, you're learning, you're growing. We have a hearing from God class the third Sunday of every month. Come to that. Learn how to hear from God. God does speak to you. God's constantly speaking to you. If you if you believe that he does not speak to you, you are believing a lie. So I just wanted to go get that thing. Um, <laughs> I, um, you know, it's out of, it's out of friendship with the father that he tells you things. You know, it's like if you're married or if you have a friend, hopefully you all have a friend. If you have a friend in your life, you, you talk to your friend and your friend reveals things about themselves and reveals things about other people. Like I had a coffee with that person. It was a lot of fun. They're really amazing. I hear they're starting a new business or whatever. That's the same thing that God does. So that's all they were doing, Howard and Maddie. They're, they're some of the most prophetic people I've ever met. Um, so, so I just trust them a lot. But they were just, they have friendship with God. They spend time with God and he just reveals things. So anyways, I don't need to keep explaining. I just really felt like I needed to pastor that part of the room. Um, if you were here with us last week, Pastor Jesse launched us into, uh, we don't really have series around here, or we haven't yet, but like a series in giving, a series in, a, in abundant life, and what it looks like to fully walk in that. One of our values here at Presence OC is that we would equip you, right? We would equip you to transform the world and transform your own life in that. So, so I believe that for the next couple of weeks, not only will your mind be transformed, but those around you will be, and even some of our thoughts. And so, um, so he launched us into this devotional. Have, has anybody been listening, watching the devotionals? A few of us, y'all, it's, it's actually really, really good. It's powerful. It's like 12 to 15 minutes. You can find the link on Facebook. Robert Morris does a great, great job. He's fun, and he kind of has an accent, which y'all know I'm from Kentucky. I like a good accent. So um, I just like listening to him. just brings life. So check that out. But, but the Lord was speaking to me um, about a week ago. I was in a, in a, still in the first service. I was in a silent drive on the way home without my children. I have a almost one-year-old and an almost two-year-old. They're 10 months apart. Um, so I don't get a lot of silence around my house. Um, and so I was like, ooh, I'm by myself in the car. And God was revealing things to me. And um, he, he actually, he's so profound. He just drops revelation. Like, we come up here and we share things, but it, it's actually not, not our great ideas. It's the word of God and him himself. Um, but he was just dropping all this revelation into my soul. And I was reminded of a verse. There's a verse in Proverbs, um, Proverbs 4.23. It says this, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. For from it flows the springs of life. The definition of vigilance right there means keeping careful watch. Keeping careful watch. There are other versions, you know, there are different versions of the, the Bible. They, they use this word watching, guarding, keeping. And the Lord started to reveal some things to me that I had kind of been feeling, but I didn't have verbiage for. I didn't quite understand in the natural, what the heck, why was I seeing these things? What, why was I feeling weird when people said, like, I'm guarding my heart? Like, that's in, that's in the word of God. It must be true. But you know how we interpret the word of God actually reveals something else. And so I, I want to read right below verse 23. It says, Put away from you crooked speech 
and put divisive talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Keep straight the path of your feet and all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Do not turn your foot away. And as I was driving in my car, we have a short preach today, so I know worship was amazing and incredible, but but stick with me here for a second. As I was driving in my car, I was asking the Lord, God, why do I feel like a lot of people put up this guard? Not the good kind of guard, the guard that looks like a wall of offense. And you know, when we talk about giving, when we talk about abundant life, it actually means a lot more than just money. When you hear the word giving, it doesn't mean just giving of money. And Robert Morris talks a lot about that in his devotionals. But, but he's been showing me from the heart flows all things, including our belief systems, including what you believe about yourself, what you believe about those around you, what you believe about God. What you really, really believe about God comes from here. I love what Carmel was saying earlier. You know, we can think logically here, but from life, from our heart, flows life from our heart. Isn't it cool that, you know, if you were ever a kid and you accepted the Lord Jesus as a kid, they say, you want to accept Jesus in your heart? Isn't that awesome? Because your heart isn't your own. It is that of Christ Jesus's. I love that. But this verse, Proverbs 4.23, to the Jewish reader, let me get geeky for a second. To the Jewish reader, belly would have been a better word to symbolize emotion. See, us, we go, you know, they're emotional, their heart's a wreck, or heart, 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 and we think in terms of emotion. But to the Jewish reader right here, it would have made more sense for them to say belly, okay? And so I think it's interesting that there's a distinction of the heart, because the heart was and still is considered the thought of life, the way in which we operate. We can't live without our heart. And so we operate out of the beating of our heart through our inner self and in the personhood of who you are is centered around your heart. And so I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, okay, God, I'd had a conversation. I think it's what spurred on or something, or I was reading in Proverbs. I don't really remember. And I'm like, what is it with people guarding their heart? Why does it feel odd sometimes? And he said to me a few things I just wanted to share with y'all. Again, short teach here, but... He said, you know, a lot of times people will take this, they'll take my word, and they'll use it as a defense mechanism of fear. And I was like, wow, God, have I done that? (laughs) You know, the word says, search my heart, search my heart. God, search my heart and see that I am pure. And so I got to thinking about why would people guard their heart from good things? Why would, why would Christians guard their heart from good things? Because abundant life resides in the heart. John 10.10 10 says that the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give life and life abundantly. What the heck does it look like to live abundantly? What does it look like? And I believe my point this morning, if I have one here, is the state, the position of our heart and how we guard it and how we trust God will display the life that you live, whether in abundance or not. 
You know, Paul, he wrote a lot of times from jail. And he wrote about joy and favor right in the middle of a jail cell. He wrote about joy and favor in the Lord. That's wild. Well, how, how did he do that? Because if I were in jail, I don't know. I'd be right. I'd be like, Pastor Chris, still in jail, bro. What you doing? This is horrible. Come get me out. <laughs> but Paul understood what it meant to have abundant life in Christ alone. What it meant to have abundant life in Christ alone. And so, I, I, gosh, I'll share these three things. I'm going to give a bunch of stuff. Um, thanks, Chris. <laughs> He's like, keep going. Three things here that I, that I wrote down. I was like, this is good, God. Oftentimes, when we guard our heart, we cut ties from the very people or very things that God has placed in our life. And we say we're guarding our heart from this person because they make me uncomfortable. Or we're guarding our heart from this community of people because they just don't get me. Or we're guarding our heart from our spouse or our best friend or the people that somehow just keep coming around in my life because they just don't understand why I ba 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 ba. And I wonder, I just, I just wonder if, if we would just stick in it, if we would press through, if we would say, God, I don't understand this thing. It's uncomfortable. But God, would you guard my heart? And what does it look like for God to guard my heart? Because humans, we guard our heart by doing this. We have like these, these boxes. I'm going to try and build an invisible wall here. Bear with me. We have like a box of offense. And then a box of fear and a box of I'm uncomfortable and a box of I don't trust yous and a box of and it continues on until around our heart, which flows life, is now blocked by all these things that's not from God. But we're guarding our, well, Pastor Nicole, I'm just guarding my heart. Every time I get around that person, they bother me. Well, maybe they're pushing buttons you shouldn't have. Or, well, Nicole, every time I go to that group or whatnot, they just, they do things differently. And I'm not used to that. Well, maybe God's trying to teach you something in it. Maybe there's more available for you. You know, one of the reasons we prophesy, sometimes God takes like a big treasure box and he throws it at my lap. And it's all these people that I just, I just want to stand each of you up and prophesy over all of you because God really, really loves you. But one of the reasons that we stand people up and prophesy over you is because God wants you to know, one, that he sees you, he loves you. And three, that it's available for everyone else in the room. That it's available for everyone else in the room. So when you walk into a situation, when you walk into wherever, and you're feeling uncomfortable, and you, the first thing you want to do is run, I'm going to ask you to stick in it. Because either they have something for you or you have something for them. Yeah. This is, this is the way that you can position your heart to never be offended. I have learned, I, I hardly ever get offended. I hardly ever get offended. And people say some things. But my value and my identity is not in what people say or think or believe. It's in Christ Jesus. Now, I'm not saying things that people say don't get me fired up. I'm Southern, y'all. I get fired up, okay? 
but this is the first way to get yourself out of any offense that you're holding on to. Is you guard your heart with the things of God and not with the things of comfortability. Okay? That was expensive advice, so you're welcome. I want to read two more verses to y'all, okay? Psalm 73, 26 says this. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and portion forever. God is the strength of my heart. Philippians 4, 7. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of his presence will do all the guarding your heart needs. His presence alone will guard your heart. If you're feeling exposed, if you're feeling vulnerable in like some uncomfortable ways, vulnerability is really great. Uh, Brene Brown does a great job of explaining that. Go YouTube her. She's incredible. But vulnerability is really good. But if you're feeling like raw and defeated and owie, it just hurts. You're even talking about a heart, Pastor Nicole, I don't like it. I want to run. Well, well, but Philippians 4, 7 says the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, you won't understand it. It won't make sense. We'll guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Matthew says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You want to see God? Blessed are the pure in heart. Well, how do you get a pure heart? You give it to Jesus. You let him be the guard. He's actually a lot better than those boxes, than those titles, than those things. So let me see where I'm going here. How do I want to wrap this up and pass it off to Pastor Chris? Guarding our heart is really, really good, and it's really important. But I, I want to extend a challenge to each person in here. And I want to ask you, what are you guarding your hearts from? Who are you guarding your hearts from? Why are you guarding your hearts? And I think as you start to ask yourself those questions, you'll see if it's a God guarding, which again, you guys, guarding heart's good. It's a God guarding or it's another guard that shouldn't be there, that shouldn't be trying to protect you. I'm a firm believer that people that are around you that are put in your life, communities that are put in your life are in your life for a very good reason for a purpose. What if you didn't know that the person that gets on your last nerve in your life was there to, to launch you into your future destiny? But you get so uncomfortable, you get wrapped up around, I just need to not be around them. They just make me mad. They say silly things. I'm, I'm guarding my heart from them. When you start to guard your heart from challenging things because they're challenging, it's typically not God's guard. Does that make sense to you guys? Is that okay? This was a little bit different than the first service. Sorry, you guys got more, you anointed people. I'm just kidding. But, but my challenge is that you would just ask those questions because I believe that there is abundant life for every person for every person, and not just abundantly in finances, but abundantly in relationships, abundantly in marriages, abundantly in the midst of Paul times, 
going, whoa, I'm I still feel in jail, but I got the joy of the Lord. I'm just going to sing praises till these doors open. I'm going to guard my heart with the praises of the Father. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I just want to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for each person. Hmm. Yeah, Father, I just ask that you would search us. God, that you would point out the places that we've put up a human guard. Yeah, Father, would you teach us how to be vulnerable? Would you teach us how to go after love? Would you teach us how to be put in community and with people as you've designed? Father, would you continue to, to call out, even if it's by whisper, the dreams and desires that you've placed in our hearts for abundant life? Yeah, Lord, we just love you so much. We give you praise. Amen. I'm just going to land the plane uh, with these verses out of Matthew 6. Matthew 6, verse 19, this is Jesus speaking to us. Um, Jesus being God in the flesh, dealing with all the feelings that we've ever had to deal with, yet without sin, dealing with all the temptations, all the life challenges to the max, yet without sin. Uh, he says to us, do not lay up treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and seal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light is in you that is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters. He goes on to talk about cure for anxiety, seeking first the kingdom. Jesus always focused on the heart of issues because like Nicole said in uh, Proverbs 4.23, out of the heart flows the issues of life. If we say that we're following our hearts and our hearts lead towards unscriptural actions, unchristlike actions, we're not guarding our hearts, we're guarding sin. We're guarding feelings that don't line up with the word. So I want to challenge us just with those words that Nicole shared. Um, you know, that might even look like you going to somebody today and talking to them that you haven't talked to in a while. That might look like you talking to somebody in this room. Um, you know, the word says, he who isolates himself seeks his own desire and rages against all sound judgment, rages against God's justice and judgment in his life. Um, literally, maybe you've been living an isolated life away from community. Um, church is supposed to be a family of people that can know you intimately. Maybe you need to talk to somebody. Maybe you need to share with them, hey, like I've been, I've been totally isolating myself. I've been totally not trusting. I've been trying to protect myself instead of allowing the Lord's presence to protect me. So, um, yeah, why don't you guys just stand to your feet and just pray and we'll kind of close up here. Lord, we just thank you so much for your grace. God, we thank you for your mercy. God, we thank you for speaking to us about what it means to truly live from our from from where you reside god to to live from the spirit to not live from the the fleshly nature to not call what's flesh and what's goofy to not call that your heart god um to not call that our heart 
just feel even uh, right now that the Holy Spirit wants to come and literally like just show people, show some of us where we've been really selfish in our own lives and, uh, and just liberate right now to bring freedom, freedom to the heart. Uh, I feel like there's people here, you've been isolating yourself from your spouse, isolating yourself from your family. You're like, I just need to protect my heart. You know, Jesus didn't protect his heart when he was on the cross. <laughs> Jesus's heart literally exploded on the cross. So when he was pierced in his side, it says that blood and water flowed out, which the only way that happens is when your heart literally explodes. He wasn't guarding his heart. He wasn't guarding his emotions. He was steering. He was steering his feelings with what was true, that his father was in him, that his father was with him, that love was with him, that love was in him, and that love would overcome. But I thank you. Uh, why don't you lay your hands on somebody's shoulder just around you? God, I thank you for a fresh baptism of the love of God right now. Fresh baptism of unfailing, unfettered, unadulterated love. Even right now, I'm hearing those verses in Matthew 5 where Jesus said, if you look at someone with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. Or if you look, if you even hate someone, you've committed murder. I just, right now, God's confronting issues of the heart in your life to bring you into full freedom. Nicole said, she said, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. I love it because Jesus was standing in front of them saying those words. He's saying, if you can see me, you can see the Father. If you can see me, if you can see that this is what God is truly like to urge you, you can see who God really is and then you can see who you really are in God, in Christ. God, we just thank you so much for touching people in this room. I just have a sense too, physically, God's healing people of blood diseases right now. Blood issues are being healed right now. We just thank you for that. We release that in Jesus' name. Um, sex, there's a sexually transmitted, there's a, I'm not gonna call you out, but there's a girl here with a sexually transmitted disease. God's healing you right now. I've seen that happen 50 or more times. God, we just bless what you're doing right now. We just release your presence into that, into that person right now to do that. We just thank you. We just come in all affliction, all diseases to go in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus, yeah, give Jesus a clap. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to have the prayer team come on up. If the prayer team could come, if you're on the prayer team, please come. Uh, come on up right now. Get out of your seat. Come help us. Um, if you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus, right now is the time. Do not leave this service alienated from God's grace in your own heart and on your own mind. Come to the front, say, you know what? I need to give my life to Jesus. Maybe you walked away a long time ago. Maybe you've made a prayer years ago, but you know that things are in your life. Come to the front, receive prayer. We love you guys. We'll see you next week, 9 and 11.30. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.